2: Every day
0: on CBS Sports Radio. You know what's every day, Moose and Taz be the way, Talking about every sport, you know that they never miss in a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only we talking the truth, only we talking the truth, ay. You know it's Taz and Moose, you know it's Taz and Moose, ay.
2: Taz the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning. Happy Tuesday. Good Tuesday, one and all. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you, too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Pete and Mike across the way. James as well. Bogus with your updates as we take you right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. And... We kicked it off this hour as we run around the National Football League. Ryan Wilson will join us. Covers the National Football League for CBS Sports and CBS Sports HQ. He's going to join us top of the third and final hours. So that'll be a good conversation with Ryan. A lot to get into with him. With that being said, let's run the around the NFL. Time for a little pigskin pileup.
3: It's now time for the pigskin pileup. Taz and Moose circle the wagons
2: around the NFL. Yeah, certainly do here on this Tuesday morning. A lot of ways to go here, Taz. Uh, The Giants have got themselves a new young stud quarterback in Daniel Jones, who was uh, brilliant in start number one for Big Blue down in Tampa and a comeback victory over the Buccaneers coming from 18 points down. In that game, we know that uh, Saquon Barkley left with an ankle injury, high ankle sprain, walking boot, crutches at the end of the game, hopping off the field after the giant victory and the game-missed field goal by the Buccaneers. Uh, And uh, reports are he's going to be out for the next four to eight weeks uh, for the star running back for the Giants in Barkley.
3: Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, It's a shame because yet, uh, you know, Giant fans are so happy because they have themselves this bright young quarterback in Daniel Jones. And yet in that same game, like, you know, and we talked about a lot yesterday. You know uh, their great young running back gets gets injured, and I, I was I, I was hoping to see these two guys build a chemistry together, and they will. But this is just a hiccup; it's a speed bump, as the cliche goes. Right in in this in the, the, the ever going weeks of the NFL, where it's so physical and violent, guys get hurt. And I'll tell you, um, I saw that hit on his knee, uh, on his leg, I should say, on Barker's leg. I thought it was his knee. I said this yesterday. The way he got hit in full speed. The live action, the way they covered it, the first shot of it, I thought uh, he just got a, a shoulder right in the side of his knee and he blew his knee out. But then when they slow mode it, you can see it wasn't the case. Um, but uh, so, but yeah, it does stink for the Giants for sure. But you know, he's got to rehab that thing, get back to be 100. And this guy's, in, he's so strong, his lower body. Anybody with calves, quads, hamstrings, and glutes like Barkley. If, if he can get hurt, anybody can. Okay, because that guy's low body, he is built like a truck. But, you know, it, it stinks for the Giants that going to be out for, for a bunch of weeks.
2: Here is uh, Pat Shermer on the loss of Barkley for the next 48.
1: It's very unfortunate to have Saquon out of the lineup. We all know what he brings to the team. Uh, but it's it's going to fall on all of us to, to move forward and, and do what we can to win games.
2: Yeah, it certainly is. Wayne Goldman. Uh, The former Clemson star assumes the starting role for the Giants, I would imagine, at some point in time here. uh, They're going to add a running back as well, uh, with Barkley missing uh, that amount of time, just for a little bit of of quality depth. But, uh, yeah, it's a hit, um, and and certainly is. And a guy that's not easily replaced in any way, shape, or form, Taz. Down at Jacksonville we go. How about Doug Marone? He addressed the media yesterday and talked a little bit about uh, Jalen Ramsey. And the report that came out yesterday that he was sick, gonna miss practice. Here's Marone on
1: that. I mean, it's happened a bunch. I mean, you know, they're sick and, you know, they'll call in and uh, depending on, you know, the, the, the type of sickness and, you know, they, they'll stay away because obviously you don't want to get anyone else sick. And, um, you know, they'll go see Dr. Oreo and Oreo will get back to us and tell us what's going on and we just take it from there. It's happened. I don't want to exaggerate and say hundreds of times, but it's happened quite a bit. I mean, you know, it's happened here since I've been the head coach uh, a couple of times. You know, uh, it's happened with Miles, um, where I actually, you know, was in a hotel with him. Um, he stayed there. It's it's happened. You know, so it's, to me, it's nothing um, nothing as, as big, but I understand that that's probably a, a big story because of the other things that are surrounding him.
3: Was that a hotel with Miles Jack?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: well, means Team Hotel. Well, yeah, okay. on the road Team Hotel. Okay. Miles Jack, he stayed back at the room, he was under the weather. Uh I think that's what he was re- or that's what he was referencing. Um yeah, it's just the timing as he finally got around to it, the timing of the entire scenario because he's asking for a trade, but I I did see a, you know, an unnamed source close to Ramsey that by saying, "Listen, he's not going to if he wants to get traded, you know, he just, he will tell him he's not playing. He wants to get traded. Uh, you know, he's not going to pull these kind of shenanigans. I don't know. The Schefter, after we got off the air yesterday, Taz reported that Jack thinks, uh, not Miles Jack, but uh, Jalen Ramsey thinks it's the flu. Um, you know, like he mentioned, they'll send the doctor over there and see where they go. The timing of it, though, is a little odd.
3: The timing is definitely odd. Yeah. And I, you know, I was tongue in cheek about it yesterday when we heard about this. But I, but then, you know, once he's going to the team doctor and all that, and maybe it's not as sketchy as some might think. I mean, you know, you're not going to, when a doctor checks you out, you know, he's going to be able to tell if, if you're healthy as an ox or not. So, obviously, there's something going on with a flu or whatever Jalen Ramsey has. But, um, you know what, maybe, um, all can kind of decide, maybe, maybe this is a good thing. You know, not that the guy's sick, but the timing of him being out and being away a little bit more. Maybe things can cool down and whatever the hell's going on there with him and either Coughlin or, or Ramsey and either Marone, whatever it is, and things could chill. Because ownership wants to keep him on the team and they should want to keep him. He's a great player. And his teammates want to keep him. So maybe this, will, Maybe this, you know, him being out a few days with having the flu or whatever's going on with him could, um, you know, could... could you could chill out a little bit, calm down a little bit, and 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 cooler heads prevail. Maybe that's the case.
2: Yeah, maybe uh, you might be right. I you know I think they have to t- talk their way through it. He talked about disrespect. Remember we mentioned that yesterday through. Uh, he yeah. was doing a podcast. I forget the name of the podcast, but self uh, felt it had nothing to do with uh, you know the direction of the team or the general. It, it had to do with uh, I guess a certain amount of disrespect. We don't know exactly what was said between him and Marone or Marone to him on the sideline down in Houston against the Texans. But that very next day, that's when he and his agent went to Jacksonville and said, get me the hell out of here Uh, and requesting that trade. Maybe cooler heads will prevail. Jacksonville doesn't want to trade him. I wouldn't want to trade him either. And maybe it's a case of if you pay him, uh, you know, he'll be all good and he won't feel as disrespected. Uh, You know, I I don't know where the path is here, Taz, but He's not relin—he's he, not given up or relinquished that trade demand. That's still there. He talked about it after this, uh, you know, after Thursday night's game and their victory over the Tennessee Titans. That you know, the you know, he still wants to be traded. So I don't think that's going anywhere unless unless they're able to finally get into a room and resolve whatever's whatever the issues are. We'll find out. I mean, we'll find out when it looks at when you look at Jalen Ramsey. Um. So that whole Jacksonville scenario, then you get to everyone starting to pile on when you look at Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns and their struggles to the point where you hear Rex Ryan, former Bills coach, former Jet coach, former defensive coordinator with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, telling you that he believes that uh, Baker Mayfield is indeed overrated as hell, uh, quote unquote, uh, from Rex Ryan. I mean, interesting comments from Ryan, who, you know, as a head coach, you could probably say was a little bit overrated. Uh, but, you know, I get it. And we talked about when you put that kind of a target on your back, as Mayfield did during the course of the offseason, when you are bringing up the Giants, their fan base, when it's all the focus on everybody else, when you want to wear the dark hat and be the bad guy and be the, you know, and, and could care less with how people react to what you say. This kind of criticism is going to come your way if you play poorly and he's not played well through the first three weeks.
3: I, I can't remember, maybe you can. Uh, who was the quarterback? It was in the preseason that Mayfield took a shot at, like a verbal, and then he backed a young. Well, it was Jones. It was Giants. Jones, yeah. right? Right. It was Daniel Jones. Yeah. How funny is that? Overall. How funny is that? Now think about that, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, it just you know, now Jones goes into this past week, plays great, does great, wins, and and everyone's singing the praises of young Daniel Jones, and there's Baker Mayfield, uh, you know. You know, hot shot Jones and he's you know, he's getting punked out and guys like Rex Ryan are saying he's overrated. I mean and I gotta say, I I kind of agree. (laughs) I agree with Rex Ryan. I do think he's overrated. Um, uh, we've seen enough from playing. I mean, I don't know, and it just for all the chatter if he would just to the point you're making, if he would just chill and just play the game and not make a big stink out of nothing, not trying to act like whatever he is and It just puts a big spotlight on you, like you said, and and it's a bad look. And so right now, a lot of people are going to think he's overrated because he's not playing good. It's just, that's it.
2: No, he's not. I mean, he he did set a rookie touchdown mark a year ago, surpassing Peyton Manning, and didn't start from game one. I mean, you have to have ability to be able to do that uh, for for the Rex Ryans of the world. Um, He has not played well, um, and he's played poorly. The Browns have not played well either.
3: See, I, I don't, I don't look at Mayfield as being overrated. I think he's a good young quarterback. I mean, I, I do. You don't think he's a good young quarterback? No, no. I, I think he. I didn't say I don't think he's good. I just think he's a little bit overrated. I think he's overrated. That's all. I mean, that that doesn't mean I don't think he's good. There's several no, athletes. No, no. I overrated. get it,
2: but to the level of what you don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. What oh, so When you um, mean by
3: overrated? What do you mean by overrated? I, because of the amount, well, the amount of hype he gets makes him overrated. I do think. Excuse me. I do think. He's a guy like the Browns are going to have to keep as their franchise guy. I got no problem with that. I think he's that. But I think with all of the noise around him, a lot of it he creates, and his Mr. Outspoken and Mr. I'm not shaking my former head coach's hand in the middle of the field after we beat the team and Hugh Jackson, that kind of stuff and saying stuff about a young rookie quarterback coming out of Duke and then you backtrack it and you make yourself look stupid, and putting all that attention on yourself, and you 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 handpick your head coach, who probably wasn't ready to be the head coach, and they made him the head coach anyway. And the team brings all these weapons in for you, has all these weapons there for you, and you still can't win. You know, I mean, I don't know. I think he's I think what he's overrated with all the attention because of all the attention he has. If he didn't have that amount of attention, then I wouldn't consider him overrated. Because wouldn't, we wouldn't be covering him here on a show all the time. No, true, true. That's my point on I,
2: it. I see what you're saying, but you're, okay. I think he's a good,
3: a good quarterback, though. I'm not
2: uh, saying so, he no, stinks. No, you know. no, no I, I get it. So you're looking more of a character flaw than based on his talent.
3: The character flaw, yes, because it brings all that attention to him. Which, right, but know. it's more about
2: his personality than, see, when I think about, okay, when I look at a quarterback or a player as being overrated, test, I think of a guy that gets a lot of attention or gal, but isn't particularly good. Right. That hasn't won a lot. Hasn't, okay, I understand. I, I look at Mayfield. Mayfield's accomplished a lot. Right. Mayfield was a Heisman Trophy winner of Oklahoma. He had a really good rookie year in Cleveland. I believe he's their franchise quarterback. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think his personality at times stinks. I think he's he can be very, very divisive. You know. I, I think he, he's, he, he's worse for the wear. He's his own worst enemy. I don't disagree with any of that. It makes him outside of the Cleveland area – very or the Oklahoma area down in Norman, Taz, right. I think he makes him very, very difficult to root for. Because yeah. I think a lot of people root for Baker Mayfield to fail because Baker Mayfield doesn't shut up. And, correct. He but, puts the spotlight on himself, right? And I don't disagree with any of that. But I also think he's a really good player. Like I, I don't think he's played very well this year, right? But if Mayfield was the Re- Redskins' quarterback, would I feel like I would have the right. the position resolved and solved? Yeah, I think. Right. I don't think the Browns are looking for another. Like when I think of overrated, when Rex Ryan tells me he's overrated, I think of a guy that you know has gotten too much accolades that isn't particularly good at his position. See, I I think Mayfield's still a really good young quarterback. That maybe is going through some learning curves and some hard lessons here about what he needs to do and how he needs to act moving forward.
3: Um, you get what I'm saying? I Am do. i making sense. No, you make a lot of sense. No, I do. I'm just trying to unpack it in my brain. I, yeah, I mean, because I I stand behind and I, I like I said, I agree with Rex Ryan. I you, you're breaking down. What makes someone overrated or not? I get it, and From you're my, not wrong. And, yeah, and everyone can
2: look at it a little bit differently. From right, the right, way right. I look, when I hear someone tell me, you know, you're overrated. Yeah, you know, someone's overrated. That's the way I look at it. Would say they're not a really good player. They get more burn for not for not accomplishing anything. He feels accomplished some stuff. I mean, he yeah. has. Whether you like his personality or not, okay, he's a, he's done some stuff as a football right. player,
3: and he has done some stuff as a football player. You're right about that. Okay. But maybe, just maybe now, maybe the reason why some folks might think he's under, overrated, it's because you expect more out of him because how much he chirps. That's a chir- good point. You know, he chirps so much um, that, that you do expect more. I expect him to be great. You know, great. Yeah, you know, he, he says Brett Favre, his favorite player, was his favorite quarterback. There's similarities between him, Brett Favre. But I got news for you. At this point in his career, he is no Brett Favre. Okay? <laughs> that He's not. I look, I'll tell you something else. As a Bills fan, yeah. as a Bills fan, okay, we got Josh Allen who doesn't have the hype or the attention that uh, Baker Mayfield has. And if you said to me, who do you want to be your quarterback, Taz, on your Buffalo Bills team? You want to keep Josh Allen or you want Baker Mayfield? I'm keeping Josh Allen. I, I, I'm keep, and, and if you watch Josh Allen play, that's a guy who really wants to win. I'm not saying Baker doesn't. That's a guy who busts his ass out there, and he, he does make some mistakes, and he's a wild man. He's, you, you're you watching a lot of games. Most people watch, like, when you watch the Buffalo Bills play, you watch this guy. This guy is a gunslinger, and sometimes he makes all bad mistakes, but he's exciting to watch, and he wants to win. Just like Baker does, I keep, I keep, um, uh, uh, Josh as opposed to Baker.
2: I get it because you like his you also like his personality more than you like Mayfield.
3: I do, that's true. That's true. Mayfield's it's a personality because pers- you know though, you know No, no, I get it,
2: but it also leads you to gravitate to some people and bring you toward them and also can drive you away too. Because that's Mayfield could be more annoying. Yes. Allen's kind of, you know, Allen is is kind of, you know, he's not this outgoing personalities, a really talented young quarterback, yeah. but he's not really going to say anything. No, uh, he's not. Aside from claiming he's not. Buffalo's ol- the New York's right. only yeah. team. That's how he is. And, yeah, he's but funny. aside yeah. from that, yeah. Taz, he's really not going to say anything. He's not. No. He's not doing any GQ pieces. No, no, he's not. He's not, not, not walking not. around shirtless with nope. a fur on. No, he's wearing Buffalo you know, Bill stuff. He, he, That's what he not, does. He's, he's proud. He's not going to be Mr. Know? Pitch Man he's and, and pitching
3: everything in this and that. You're right.
2: And, you know, but I get it. I get it. I he's just,
3: hanging out with the Bills Mafia tailgating the night before the yeah, day game. Like, no, you know, I mean, that's that, him. You know? No, he's
2: and he's a he's a good young quarterback. I just look at it and we look at it a little bit differently. Yeah, I just cool. had an issue with Rex because Rex is still talking about the two AFC championship game appearances oh. uh, for the Jets yes. when he yeah. was a head coach oh, and boy. laying his yeah. laying it on I that. Know. Uh oh, how about God. the Carolina Taz? We talked a lot about it yesterday with the performance by Kyle Allen yeah. out in Arizona as the Panthers played very, very well and offensively he was really good. Didn't take him long. Cam Newton out this week. Kyle Allen starting, and the report out of Carolina is something that we were ahead of the game with yesterday. Cam Newton will not start for the Carolina Panthers until he is 100% healthy. So that's the next time you'll see Newton in. He'll have to be over that foot sprain. Yep. Anything else that's ailing him as well, that he will not be back in that lineup. They will not force feed him back in. They will not push him if he's not 100%. He's got to be 100% healthy for him to get back in the lineup, Taz, which I think is the right call.
3: I do, too. I do, too. And I got to tell you, I, I, I'm not in the psyche of Cam Newton, but i I bet you, man, that uh, there's a great chance this is the first time since he's been an NFL player Cam Newton is panicked here a little bit because he's got a kid that no one expected breathing down Undrafted. his throat. Yeah, exactly. A uh, kid out of it went to Houston, I think. Yes. I mean, yeah, so it's not like, you know, Big top guy star at Holburn like like Cam was, you know. I'm just saying, like uh this is you're sitting out hurt now, and you know potentially this is a guy that can basically take this spot. Like I said yesterday, I'm steadfast on it. I do think it's still Cam's team for him to lose that spot. But you're right, we were ahead of it. And they then make sure he's healthy enough. And then let's see what happens. Because if he's not playing well, once he comes back and he is healthy, Cam Newton. Well, they're going to put Allen right back in that thing. And I don't think Rivera's going to play games. He wants to win. No,
2: no doubt, especially with the pressure on him down in Carolina, That's right. Taz, because I think there's some Panther fans that feel like Ron Rivera might be maybe should have been out as head coach uh, You know, maybe a year, yeah. year and a half ago. All right, final stop, Taz. Let's head out to Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, who's a breathtaking young quarterback. I mean, there's no doubt MVP um, and his touchdown pace here, even without Hill in the lineup. Uh, he's on pace for more touchdowns this year than he was a year ago, uh, oh, really? which is which is just a sign of the times. He's an amazing player. He really is. Uh, give uh, the Chiefs credit for drafting him when they did, coming out of Texas Tech, having the vision of what he was going to be, coming from that offense for the Red Raiders and what he was going to be as an NFL player, Taz. He can make all the throws, no look deep, this and that. Um, and I would not be surprised if he goes you know, back-to-back. He's the best player in the league. Best quarterback in the league. Yeah, absolutely, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Absolutely, and he's the odds-on favorite to win back-to-back MVPs.
3: He is just a special guy, man, special player. Now, this is a guy we talk about character. We talk about Mayfield or whatever. It's a guy. How do you not like this guy? This guy don't chirp. This guy only chirps about the Chiefs, about his team and his teammates. And he goes out and he and he he goes twenty-seven to thirty-seven and puts three hundred seventy-five yards on the board with three touchdowns. Protects the ball against a good Ravens defense. You know, uh, that's impressive. Okay, that's what this guy does. He wins. He just wins, he just wins. And how do you not love him? I mean, it's just that the Chiefs are—they're gonna—they're gonna be a dynasty, man. They're just with this kid here and the weapons they have. It's—it's—it's it's, it's all up. It's all up for them. Man, I should have been a Chiefs fan when I left the Jets. Well,
1: yeah,
2: Damn. maybe. Well, who knew? If you knew Jeez. now what you knew, if you oh, knew no. now what you could have known then, I you know, probably right? would have been. But yeah. did you see the athletic Kansas City, what they tweeted out yesterday, in no. support of Patrick Mahomes? I did not. So this was interesting. So they tweeted out. I'm trying to get the stats correct. Um, Patrick Mahomes has 36% of Troy Aikman's touchdowns In just 8% of the playing time. Wow.
3: Right. I did not. That's that's staggering, man. No, but
2: the best thing is the response. So Troy Aikman responded on Twitter saying, Wake me up when he has 33% of my Super Bowl wings. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I love Aikman, man. I'm sorry, he's the man. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, man. so they throw, oh, sure and, and I don't
1: think the I don't
3: oh. think the
2: athletic in Kansas City is trying to take a shot at at Aikman. It's a different <laughs> time, but they're just looking at kind of you know the arc that he has as being a Hall of Famer. But oh, Aikman man. obviously did not look too kindly upon that little dig or little shot about his touchdown production at the quarterback spot. Uh, And he basically said, wait, tell me when he's got 33% of my Super Bowl wins. (laughs) That's tremendous. (laughs) And Aikman, obviously, a three-time Super Bowl champion. There you go. Uh, Pigskin pile up here on this Tuesday morning. It's Taz and the Moose with you. We'll come back. Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald, he's got a message for every one of us, all the armchair coordinators out there. We'll get into that next. It's Taz, it's Moose on a Tuesday, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. All
2: right, don't miss Spence uh, Jr. vs. Porter. Saturday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific Order. Now live on pay-per-view. Also available on the Fox Sports app. That'll be a good one coming your way on a Saturday night. We'll get into uh, what uh, Pat Fitzgerald had to say, the Northwestern coach here momentarily, but back in the house, look who it is. Uh, the Natalie attired Andrew Bogich. What's up, Andrew?
0: Wait, Natalie attired? Yeah. That's not good, right? Thanks, <laughs> Moose. <laughs> After 19 points over the first two weeks of the season, the Bears offense put up 21 in the second quarter last night at Washington. Those points, courtesy Of three touchdowns from Mitchell Trubisky to Taylor Gabriel, Trubisky threw only five incompletions all night. It
1: was big for our offense just to get going tonight. And uh, I think that just belief and uh, um, just executing on offense is what allowed us to go down
0: and score. So we just got to keep growing, keep getting better, and keep doing that. Things did not go as well for Washington QB Case Keenum. Keenum is under center. Shia the fifteen gets the ball, tries to leap, knock the ball away as he was leaping over the pile. It's loose,
3: it's rolling, and Chicago is recovered. Chicago is recovered.
0: That came on fourth and one with his team down thirteen in the fourth quarter. Keenum lost another fumble while throwing three picks, one of which, haha, Clinton Dix returned for a touchdown. His Bears won thirty-one. The best he threw that ball. That was in the beginning of the game. He threw it right to him. Yeah, right to haha. <laughs> threw
3: it, literally <laughs> threw it right to him.
0: He just, he, I couldn't believe it.
3: Like how he threw that ball. Yes, I do remember. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. There
0: you go. Yeah, hit him right in the Uh, Washington is 0 3 this season, has dropped eight in a row on Monday night. Giants running back Saquon Barkley, reportedly out four to eight weeks with a high ankle sprain, suffered early in Sunday's win in Tampa Bay. Cam Newton's foot injury will keep him out this weekend, too. Kyle Allen starts in Houston. Patriots fullback James Devlin's on IR with a neck injury, and the Cardinals released veteran receiver Michael Cramptree after two games and four catches. College football, Michigan calling QB Shea Patterson probable for Saturday against Rutgers. Patterson suffered an apparent shoulder injury last weekend against Wisconsin and Kansas basketball accused of a lack of institutional control while head coach Bill Self gets the failure to monitor charge. All connected to a former Adidas consultant funneling recruits to the Jayhawks. The school and coach say they did nothing wrong. The Tampa Bay Rays started Monday tied with Cleveland for the second A.O. Wild card, then fell into a 4 nothing hole, hole at home to the red sox
2: adamas swings and launches one way up into the air and left this one's on its way
0: gone third homer of the inning it's a six run fourth and the rays take a six four lead dave wills Rays radio willie adamas the tie-breaking two-run shot tampa bay 174 now leads cleveland by a half game the cardinals push their win streak to six nine seven in arizona they have a three-and-a-half game lead on the Brewers in the Central. Paul Goldschmidt, a two-run homer in his first game back in Arizona. The Mets lost at home to the Marlins 8-4, now five games back with six to go in the wild card chase. The Phillies fell in Washington 7-2. They're six-and-a-half back. Royals manager Ned Yost is retiring when the season ends. His nine-year tenure includes the 2015 World Series title and the pennant the year before that. And the Houston Rockets have signed veteran guard Tabo Cephalosha Hear more about that and his favorite pregame meal in the latest edition of Basketball Drives, available wherever oh, wow. all amazing podcasts are available. That's awesome. None me. of that's true. Guys, oh, really? back to you. <laughs> well, the <laughs> signing part's true. The guest spot's not. You did a good Both job on that me. plug, though. That was pretty good. That yeah, was I mean, very good. Yeah. If, if it's ever necessary oh, it that is. Basketball Drives was to get a plug oh. on national radio, I am Mikey B's guy.
3: Yeah, you know, Well, there's been many who's helped Mikey B. Let's be honest. But I understand. You did a good job right there. Thank you. You could also help me down the road, the Taz Show. You can help that, too. That machine needs no help. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, great (laughs) job, brother. Well done. You're the best. Every segment so far, you're you're batting a 1,000. All right, there you go. We'll Welcome take- back, Andrew. Bye bye. Thank yes. you, Andrew. Um,
2: <laughs> we mentioned Pat Fitzgerald, the Northwestern head coach. Um, here he is uh, with a message for uh, armchair coordinators. Take a listen.
1: Well, we just take ninety hours and play we in golf all week. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I I go into every game plan expecting it to work. To be quite honest with you, I, I understand there's forty thousand experts on Twitter that can call plays for me, so. My email address is hashtag I don't care. Okay, so shoot that out. Email. We got to be better. At something. Uh, And we're going to work to be better. So anybody that's negative, I respect it, and I don't
3: care. There you go. Well done. (laughs) I respect it, and I don't care. But his email address is odd. Hashtag. My email address is hashtag hashtag I don't care. He's just angry. Coach is having a rough one. He's one and two. They just lost an in-conference you know, game to Michigan State, got beat up 31-10, and now he's got to go on the road. They're playing a little team called Wisconsin, who's coming off of you know, beating up on Michigan. So man, they're red-hot Wisconsin. So Coach is not in a good mood right now.
2: No, so. not not a good mood. Um, you know, and, and Fitzgerald is also calling out fans. We talked about at the time. Uh, if you harken back way back when, talking about uh, fans and uh, using their cell phones, take a listen.
1: I think phones, I think technology has been the decline in attendance, number one. I think, you know, watching young people today live like this looking instead of like that. You know, Stacey and I were out on a date last night and there was two couples, two groups of couples sitting next to us and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm old, like not one of the four couples were talking to each other, they were all on their phones. And it just drove me up to, I literally wanted to be like a dad and go like, give me your phone, talk to each other. <laughs> I mean, this is pathetic.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so, so I respect what he
3: has to say, but in commenting in the style and
2: fashion, which he did, doesn't he care?
3: Uh, I just think he's, look, first of all, he's not an old guy. He's 44 years old. He's not an old guy, but I think he's a little bit of an old soul. I think he's, he's, he's this blue collar guy. And you could tell by the way he coaches, he's, he seems like he's a salt of the earth guy. He's an all business type guy. And I do think it's just, he deals with kids all the time. His job is dealing with 18, 19 and 20 year olds. So most of them are obsessed, as you know, with their social media and, their, and or their phone and Well, texting. I was talking more so about the play calling than the phones. I oh. mean, when well, we when just it, played the sound of the... Yeah, the,
2: no, 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 I was bringing that in reference. I agree with you in terms of he is an old school guy. You're right about that yeah. in terms of the phones. But I was talking about the fact of when he comes out and is critical of the armchair coordinators, oh. don't you think that he is indeed the way that he commented about it when he says, hashtag, I don't care, the way
3: he reacted to it, doesn't he care? Uh, yeah, I, yes, because I think what it is is he works hard to, you know, to, with his staff to, to have a game plan every week and, and run scout with his team and, and, and see what the hell's going on. And then people just have a platform on social media to say what they want. And it does piss them off. Uh, look, I could tell you uh, from I might comment on social media on Twitter about a match I saw or something like that. then I'll have a ton of people come at me and give me their opinions about the match. I didn't ask you for your opinion, okay? I'm giving you my professional opinion, which is built on years. So that might be what he's thinking. Now, it might sound egotistical, but you follow me. I don't follow you. So what makes you think that I want to see your opinion? Sounds egotistical. It is what it is. So maybe I would get along with Pat Fitzgerald. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, but I can see what upsets him. It's because he he's dealing with that because of the armchair quarterbacks or armchair coordinators, because they feel – this is what social media is. They have an open platform to just say what they want to whoever they want, and there's, there's, there's no accountability. It, the most 99.999% of things that people say on Twitter or, or, or Instagram or Facebook, they would not say to someone's face. Uh, No, no, I
2: don't, I don't disagree with, I I guess I I don't disagree with any of uh, of that. Um, And I know Fitzgerald is trying to win games, but you know, there has to be, I guess I look at it where, you know, those are also the fans that are showing up to games. You know, those are also a majority—not all of them. Some of them. I mean, who knows the percentage? I don't know if you could percentage, you know, find a percentage of the people that are commenting on Twitter about the game plans for Northwestern, you know, or the criticism he's facing in the papers, or what have you. Um, in, in terms of the game plans for for the Wildcats, and they are off to a, a tough start this year, Taz. But I guess I look at it was it, doesn't that come along with the territory and the criticism? Don't you have to have a little bit thicker skin if you're Fitzgerald? It's one thing, you know, even him. You know, it's one thing to comment on, on the cell phones. It's funny, and we had a good time with it at the time, and we've poked fun at Nick Saban for, you know, getting on the student fans and the students down in Alabama not showing up to when they're taking on, you know, Moorhead State, uh, and, and I say that in jest. But, you know, if, if you're Fitzgerald, don't you have to have kind of a, a thicker skin to it? I mean, because you bring up an example to where you're commenting on a match, right? Fitzgerald is putting his his best game plan out there. Right. And people don't think it's good enough. People don't think it's good enough. Don't they have as a buying public a right to be critical then of of what
3: you do? And I'm talking about being respectful. I'm not talking about being disrespectful well, that's, or anything like that. But that right there, that last sentence you made, that's the key though. That's the important part. People can come off very disrespectful. And as you know, things get lost in translation in a text or an email, you know, via text. So, and and – I'm saying text font, you know, not, not like a text oh, no, message. no, I know that, you yeah. Know, no, I know, you know, I'm just saying so people don't say what I'm saying, like maybe they don't get me. But so I, I do think that if you, to the point you made, if you are respectful and you go at somebody that's a coach or an owner of a team or a top player or an athlete or a musician or what have you, and you go at them, um, you know, just, just make sure you, you know, I always would say on my, when I had my other show, I always would say, utilize an emoji. Utilize an LOL. Utilize an H. You know, haha. Just so it doesn't come off like you're being a hard-ass. You know, douche. No, no, and uh, and I get that. But he didn't differentiate between the two. John Mara, John Mara from the right,
2: Giants, right, right. right? He gets you know angry letters from Giant fans all the time. Right. He writes them all back.
3: Actual like old school letters, like they're right. sending him letters. Yeah. And he Plus, writes them back. And he writes them back.
2: Well. I, and he, write, and see, he writes him back. It's not a case of, well, of you know, he's not – he understands. And, and it's just one example, and I'm sure there's many people. And you, there, you can do it a number of different ways. But my point being, though, Taz, is, you know, Fitzgerald is – and he didn't differentiate the two. I'm not talking about the guy or gal that's nasty – I'm not talking about the ones that are, are poking fun or making fun or doing anything like that, because Twitter can be a very, very nasty landscape. We all understand it. If you are on social media, it can get very nasty. And you're dead on correct. 99.9% of the stuff in criticism that people will say to you on Twitter or when they're in an email, when you meet them, they'll never say it to your face. Never. They'll never, never say it to your face. No Don't ba- disagree. No Don't balls. disagree. No balls. But, right. if, but if I'm being respectful... And I'm like, well, I'm being critical of the game planning. Don't I have a right to do that if I'm paying season ticket money to go to, North, uh, to, to, go to Northwestern games? I, I, or do I have to just buy in hook, line, and sinker huh.
3: and say whatever Pat Fitzgerald does is great? Right. No, I think, to, to, I think you do have a, a right to give your opinion. Especially if he's going to have an open forum like a Twitter account, I'm looking at his Twitter account right now. He's got 45,000 people that follow him. He's verified; it's the real guy, Pat Fitzgerald, and you know he's Coach Fitz51. If you want to follow him, there you and go. And the thing is, like he, you know, it, if you're going to have an open forum to the point you just made, Moose, yeah, people are going to have the right, and they're going to they're going to say, hey, maybe you shouldn't have ran this play, you know. At this point in the game, you should have ran this play. Now, would I ever do that towards a coach? Or would you ever do that to a coach? I would. No, I don't think it. you would either. No, i am yeah, no, never do it. No, I'm, I'm just saying I don't think anybody who works here on. Well, maybe Pete. I could see Pete doing that. at Mickey Calloway. <laughs> right. I could see you. I could see you going at Mickey well, Calloway. Yeah, I could see that on Twitter. Right, Mike. You can see him doing that. Yeah, maybe yeah. he has. Who knows? <laughs> yeah.
0: You well, no, a yeah. getting there, too. <laughs> but, like,
2: okay, like, you brought up the example of you commenting on a match, right? Yeah. yeah, So, if Fitzgerald came out on Twitter and posted a tweet and said, man, the game plan today was fantastic, then you're opening yourself up to criticism. True. That's true. That's then you're, dif- open, right. then That's you're true. opening yourself up to criticism because then all of a sudden people will look at the game and be like, what are you talking about? That game plan right. wasn't great. Or, yeah, coach, that game plan was great. And you'll get a myriad of different responses, but you're kind of trolling and looking for that response. but. Right. You know, if I, I don't even know what season tickets go. I'm not a student. Students, obviously, the ticket rate is a, a lot cheaper. But if I'm going to Northwestern games and I'm spending, you know, I'm, I got seven home games during the course of the year. Say it's costing me, you know, $60 a game, $420, 840 for a pair to go. I mean, is that conceivable? Maybe a grand for a pair of tickets for seven home games, Taz. Maybe it's something of that rate. I don't even know what the going rate for a Northwestern. You know, and it depends on obviously where you're sitting. I would think that if the team's not performing, I'm not going to criticize the student-athlete, but they're not getting paid. Right. But you as a coaching
3: staff, you are getting paid, and that comes along with the job as well. Right, Because right. to take that criticism. Yeah, no, I I I agree with you. I just think, you know, it's like if I comment on a match, I say, wow, that Ray Mysterio-Bobby Roode <laughs> match, I thought it was awesome. Right. And now people are like, well, I thought it sucked. What are you talking about? okay, well, okay. my opinion is actually built on, like, 25 years of experience. Sure. And and not not that my opinion is better than yours, but in that case, it probably is. That's no, how I, I look at no, it. You no, know? and listen, if you, know? you have every right to that opinion, I
2: get it, and I understand it, but Fitzgerald is talking about got people that are just commenting on the right, game well, plan
3: that – Yeah, that's a little bit, right. It's a little bit
2: – there it's is – you can see I mean, there is I a can. little bit of yeah, a difference there. there. Yeah. Uh, but, listen, Fitzgerald's an outspoken guy – now he's got a tough landing spot this weekend on the road, Camp Randall, Wisconsin. Noon start, ABC Taz. That's a tough one for yeah, the good luck. For uh, good luck. <laughs> it's Taz and the Moose with you. We'll come back. You want to talk about going back to school. Who's going back to school? Antonio Brown is. We'll explain next. Taz Moose on a Tuesday, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. Toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more. On your car insurance Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader with a full day of games, including the Bills defending their home turf against the Pats, followed by the Vikings and Bears in a key NFC North battle. It all begins with our team previewing the day's games on the NFL today at noon, Eastern time, only on CBS. Talking about going back to school, as we did a little bit last segment, talking about Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald and some of his comments, and the latest and greatest from him uh, how about Antonio Brown? One day after he tweeted that uh, he's done with the National Football League and the NFL right now is done with Antonio Brown. And he's facing a civil lawsuit, and NFL investigation. Taz losing monies, uh losing guaranteed money from both the Raiders and uh, the Patriots respectively as uh, he has filed a grievance with the National Football League Players Association and they will defend him in that grievance. Uh, well, he threw up a, a Twitter uh, a picture of a, a piece of paper Uh, on his uh, Twitter handle, back to school, at CMU, Central uh, Michigan University Athletics, at CMU Athletics. Uh, So
3: Antonio Brown's going to start taking some classes. Hey, I think it's great, man. Some people, I think, thought this was a publicity stunt, which would make no sense. I don't think that's the case at all. And I, I, I was thinking about it, too, because you can't, you know, right now, they're in the middle of the fall semester, all universities and colleges and whatnot. You can't just join. You can't. You, there's deadlines. You got to join either for the spring semester or the fall. You know. So he's not. He's on. He's probably taking online classes. No, he is taking online. Yeah, because you can't just go. So if anybody thinking that Antonio Brown is sitting in a classroom with a bunch of you know nineteen year olds, you know, learning about biology, like what, what, you know, what's yeah, that would be great. Stuff, that would be hilarious. I
2: mean, it would be honestly must see TV. That would be. It would be I, like the old be. Rodney Dangerfield movie, Back to School. Yeah. It would be. <laughs> it would be amazing. If I were a network executive, I would pick that up in an absolute heartbeat. Antonio Brown hitting, hitting the central Michigan <laughs> campus, oh you know, uh, buying uh, picking up a house, renting a house, throwing house parties, yeah. uh, walking in a class, you know, shirtless. Uh, You know, and this and that. I mean, to have Antonio Brown back on a college campus at the ripe old age of 31, you know, you go in there, he's studying, and he's taking four classes. Introduction to Management, Technical Writing, Death and Dying, which is a religion course, and Racism and Equality, uh, Hmm. a sociology course. So he's taking four classes, uh, fall this year, 2019-20, online for Central Michigan, but if he was able to get back on campus. Maybe there's hope for spring semester, not getting back in the National hey, Football League. True. I don't know how far away he is from a degree, Taz. yeah, uh, Maybe he's only four classes away, 12 credits away from getting a degree. I don't know, but if he he's not... He has a
3: certain eligibility. you got uh, to play football or any sport. you got to have a certain amount of credit. So I'm sure he was on par to a degree because he played at Central Michigan. Right, and, but I just don't know how far away he was. Remember, Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster
2: went back on the USC campus. That's right. And he was in taking classes... His wearing his jersey. jersey. Yeah, we talked about That, that was weird. Remember, that, that, was, was, that was odd.
3: Yeah, that was strange.
2: What do you think Antonio Brown would wear? You know, he steps into, you know, class, mm. you know, on the Central Michigan, uh, on the campus, spring of 2020. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's taking, uh, you know, geology or global warming. You know, <laughs> you're, 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 you know you're a 19-year-old kid. You're sitting there. In walks Antonio Brown, Mr. Hair and all, wearing and a like,
3: bomber Obama jacket with no shirt on, with a right, giant coat. Exactly chain of right. flops. Exactly right. right. <laughs> you
2: know, chiseled yeah, as rip. Antonio Brown is. What, what do you? What, <laughs> what do you think that scene would be like? Be hilarious. I would. I would pay hard-earned money to watch that. And listen, you, you, I, I got to be honest with you. They're selling these shows. I mean, you can't get enough of this. Uh, Rich Eisen, Epic's uh, right. channel, the grind. Right. I mean, I need to. I need to pay five ninety nine <laughs> to hear Rich Eisen tell me about the NFL. I'll pay you five ninety nine a
3: month to watch Antonio Brown on the Central Michigan campus. I'll I tell would you that. Just pay to see him at the Commons eating like a turkey hero <laughs> sandwich with a bunch of the other students. Not, not athletes. Just just talking shop and talking life to these kids. Could you imagine that? Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You know, that's what you got to do. No, got five kids. no I'm telling you, it would be hilarious. It would be great. I mean, that's a great reality show. And the thing is, oh no, my god, be, it would be gold. Can you imagine if he went He'd over be to, the, able to recoup all the money he lost. She goes over to the football coach and says, "Hey, coach, I like to be the volunteer <laughs> <and> wide receiver <laughs> receiver coach." Could you imagine that? Oh my god, the routes those guys would be running. Oh. Imagine he's coaching the wide receivers as an assistant coach. Right, that'd be hysterical. I would like to see the
2: first student though to go up to him. After a bad fantasy football year, I'd be like, "Listen, you screwed me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. What were you ac- What were you thinking? I drafted you in the third round last year in August, and my team—it was a big money league. My team oh my tanked. God. You played yourself and talked yourself out of two teams. I mean, what are you What are you doing? I
0: mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, Has he seen that
3: turkey club in the turkey club? Yeah, and a chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, the thing is, and rice cakes. The thing is, though, like. You know, look, he, he hey, listen, the guy's got a lot going on, man. And for him to, to try to continue with his education and get his degree, you know, we're having fun, obviously, but it's, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, this is one of the more positive things we've heard about him. I think, I don't know about you, when I first heard Sort yesterday, I thought, oh, this is another joke. And then I looked into Lamar, I'm like, oh, he's not joking. And, you know, you know, we've, you've, you you talked about Juju, and there's a lot of athletes who go back to get their well, education. Well, Larry
2: Fitzgerald has done great work with the University of Phoenix, Phoenix. which is online, yep. right? Yep,
3: yep, You're correct, yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, so it it would be something, though, that um, uh, if he was in the spring semester enrolled in classes as a oh. full-time student. And how about this? Uh, what Please year did he they, they leave as a junior? or Probably as a junior, right? I'm not sure what year It had to be. be. It couldn't be sophomore.
2: Uh, no, no. Well, no, he'd have to be three years. Right. right. So, But he, he could have been a redshirt sophomore where it would have been three years in the program. Dude, he might have a year of eligibility left. Yeah, right. Could you imagine him playing next oh. year? Oh, my <laughs> right, God. Right for Central Michigan. Oh I just would love to see him on campus. Hot tub. It would be like watching oh. the Rodney Dangerfield Money movie uh, in it, real life. It, it really would Parties. Would I mean, it would be unbelievable. Nah. Do it, Antonio! I'm
1: not five,